Hello there, my name is Justine and I am the host of the For the Love of Yourself podcast. I am a certified holistic health coach and I am passionate about helping you become the best version of yourself by becoming confident in your body through food freedom, intuitive eating, and manifestation. This podcast was made to help you change your mindset around traditional diets as well as traditional ways of living. I hope you find exactly what you needed to hear today in order to help change your life. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So I'm going to be talking about something that makes me pretty uncomfortable, Um, but that's what we do here. So buckle up. Today, I'm going to be talking about the controversy that surrounds the body positive community and it's interesting because so the body positive community and body positivity in general has a really big history behind it and culture around it and that more recently especially in 2020 has gotten very like white and thin washed with the media and social media and Now we kind of see that bleeding into companies using this for marketing and specifically um, the most recent one that I've seen is Gymshark using this for marketing. And when you look at situations like this, you know, so Gymshark typically is known for having the same looking athletes, you know, blonde, thin women with tans and having these perfect, you know, thin inspiration type bodies that you would find on Pinterest and these women that just promote really healthy lifestyles and the men that are like nine times out of ten on steroids and they just promote this really unrealistic body type for most people and Gymshark is a huge company. I have some Gymshark clothes that I love, not bashing them necessarily about like their products but they built a company off of this culture and this is what a lot of businesses have done they build their business on this culture that basically it looks like it is you know promoting health and well-being and inspiring people motivating people and yes that is true but what is happening is it is actually rooted in making people feel insecure about themselves. So you buy these clothes and you think, oh, I'm going to look like this person if I buy these clothes and these clothes are going to make me feel motivated to go to the gym. And we know from, you know, dieting in general, dieting does not work. Dieting is not healthy long term. It has never been backed up by science to be a healthy thing to do long term and what these athletes and stuff are promoting is dieting and not living a sustainable lifestyle even though it may look like a sustainable lifestyle from the outside and what they show online so Gymshark and I don't know what other companies are doing this necessarily but I've seen it be such a trend in influencers in general and companies jumping on the bandwagon of like we need to show inclusive bodies and have all different body types and it's okay to have stomach rolls when you're sitting and it's just it's just it's good I'm I'm not disagreeing that it's not or I'm not disagreeing that it's good like it's a good thing to have women 
see other women with stomach rolls when they sit down and feel comforted in knowing like, hey, that's okay that I look like that too. Because Instagram and fitness companies that market it, market at us, they show us the highlight reels. This is kind of the problem with the media in general, whether it's social media or just marketing, is it's all a highlight reel. You know, it's all everyone prim and polished at their best state to look the best. And what that does to us psychologically is it makes us compare ourselves to them and it makes us feel bad about ourselves. And we know obviously that like dieting the diet industry and the beauty industry these are multi-billion dollar industries and their number one goal is to make money and the easiest way and the most impactful way and the quickest way for them to do that is to prey on our vulnerabilities and on our insecurities And that's what we're seeing with companies like Gymshark and why it makes some people like me kind of mad about it. I'm not like mad like I'm not going to buy from them, but it's it's a topic, it's a discussion to be had. Um, So these companies are marketing off the insecurities of people and that's how they make their money. You know, the diet industry and the beauty industry invented cellulite being a problem even though 95% of women have cellulite simply so they could create cellulite creams. I'm putting that in quotes because cellulite cream isn't a thing and sell it to us so they can make their coin and we can keep prepping ourselves after the shower to look good and presentable to the world. And this just feeds into this fucked up industry that I'm fighting against. I don't like being told that I have to look a certain way. I have to do my hair every day. I have to shave my legs. I have to do all these things just to be presentable in society so I can get a job, so I can have a good career and be taken seriously. And so I always have to be good for men to look at. Like this is all stuff that I used to believe and I now know is just bullshit and what we're feeding into us women us consumers is we're feeding into these industries the diet industry the beauty industry to make us feel insecure to market off of us and for us to pay them for the insecurities that they made us feel insecure about anyways (sighs) that was a tangent but it just makes me so mad and so when I first saw this image of Gymshark and it being now I'm like doing this I wish I was like recording a video but I'll keep going um when I saw Gymshark post this picture of someone um it was like an Instagram versus reality photo and it was great you know they got a lot of praise it's so great to see the diversity when I saw it the picture was fairly new And there was terrible comments. The comments were horrendous. And I was actually going to film this podcast simply responding to the hate comments that they were getting. But as I thought about it, I thought it was really interesting because as time went on, more and more positive comments flood in. 
And I saw so many comments of women being like, you know what? I've never looked like your athletes. And just because of this post, it makes me want to buy your clothes. And now I'm following you. And they gained a lot of followers. And pretty much what this was, was a marketing ploy. Whether, you know, the CEO and the head ups. Oh my gosh, there's always a noise. And the head ups of Gymshark truly believe that it is important to you know, push body positivity and have diversity on their feed now that they see that as a value. It doesn't really matter because what I'm trying to point out here is they did exactly what the diet industry and the beauty industry does to us all the time is markets offer insecurities. They weren't doing it in a way to say something's wrong with us, but they were feeding into that ideal or into the idea of the thin ideal and you should aim to have the thin body and wear these clothes to have a thin body. Their sizes only go up to an extra large. Their athletes have looked pretty much the same the whole eight years of their existence online or their existence in general. And now all of a sudden when body positivity is so big and it's this huge movement and people are interested in seeing real people rather than just a highlight reel, now they flip the switch and make their content towards that. Is it a coincidence? Maybe, probably. Is it not not a coincidence and it's just marketing? I don't know, I can't tell you that. But I think it is important to have the critical lens on and look at these things from a critical point because like for me, I don't care for a company or anybody for that matter who thinks oh, this is what people are doing to get a lot of Instagram likes and this is what's trending and this is what will grow my page and make me more money, whether you're an influencer or a company. I see this happen all the time. I just, I don't agree with it. And I also know that nobody understands where the body positive movement came from and where this is all rooted from. And the root is in fat phobia and deep in diet culture and companies like this are and a lot of these influencers are 100% promoting diet culture whether they like to think that or not so promoting diet culture means showing off your body all the time if you have a thin body it means eating clean eating in any way with diet rules um I mean basically like every single fitness influencer that exists that I can think of promotes diet culture simply by posting the content that they post because they're promoting a healthy lifestyle that means and what healthy lifestyle means to them is being thin energized um muscular you know all of these these adjectives that create what we as society generally think a healthy person should look like. But the point is that there is no look to health and that is what the body positive movement and like not being a part of diet culture is about is like you don't have to look this certain way to be healthy. The way you look does not equal the way or does not equal how healthy you are. And If you've listened to this podcast before, you probably know this, but when you go on a diet, 
typically what you're doing is you're putting yourself into a self-imposed famine, which means that you're starving yourself. And so when you put yourself into famine mode, your body, yes, will lose weight, but then it'll stop losing weight. And that's why the diets don't work. And that's why you gain the weight back is because your body essentially goes into stress. It goes into shock and you're losing all of this weight. And then it's like, hey, I don't, we need to stay alive. We need to function. We need to keep going. So let's stop doing this. I'm going to hold on to the weight. And every single time you go on a diet, you increase your chances of gaining weight. You decrease the longevity of your diet. And every single time you diet, you actually gain weight easier and you gain more weight. And everybody, everybody and every single body has a weight set point. So what that means is if you were just eating healthy at maintenance, not dieting, not doing anything completely intuitive eating, you have a natural range of weight that your body likes to sit at where you don't have to try to be at that weight. So every time you've diet, say that now you're Um, you've been dieting for a long time and you've been off your diet or you can't lose the weight or even if you're not and you're just overweight and you're 50 pounds overweight, well, every, I think it's every year that you're over your set weight, not just overweight like BMI, but over your set weight, you increase your natural set weight. So if you've been over your set weight for 30 years, then your set weight isn't as low as it used to be. Your set weight's actually higher than it was. So it will be harder for you to lose weight and be at that lower set weight because your set weight isn't as low as it once was because your body adjusts to the weight you have on you. I hope that made sense. But I don't know why I keep going on these tangents. I should take notes. Um but I just get inspiration to talk about these things and I kind of get heated. Not heated, but like fired up. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so all of these influencers online are typically women who like never were, were really super overweight. So they naturally have a lower set weight. So you think if you're gonna eat like them and work out like them and wear the clothes that they wear, that you're going to have a body like them or you're going to get down to their weight or fat to muscle ratio or whatever you're aiming for. But the truth of the matter is, if you've been over your body set weight for so long, you do not have a lower set weight anymore. Now, I do believe that you can lower your set weight, but the point is you can't do an extreme diet and extremely cut your calories and get down to that influencer's weight and keep it there because your body doesn't want to sit there. It's going to go back to the weight it wants to. Your body's smart. Sorry to break it to you, but your body's also smarter than you are. And you can't outsmart your body. It's going to do whatever it wants. That's why you keep doing the diets and you keep failing because your body doesn't want to do that. Your body doesn't want to be in famine mode. Anyways, back to my main point. <sighs> Pretty much... What I'm getting at is, like, Gymshark, do whatever you want. You make, like, CEO of Gymshark, you make way more money than I am. So, obviously, you're a boss. And I love businesses. So, I think, like, he's a boss. He's a baller. But I also think he's smart. And that's why I think that more, most likely, this is a marketing, you know, 
this is a marketing plan, which is smart of him. This is a smart time to get in, you know, like make your coin, man. But I like, I, I guess I don't know what my point is. But I just think it's important to bring up, like, do not be swayed and think that, like, a company or an influencer has a change of heart because, like, people aren't idiots. They know what's going to get them likes and views and make them money. And I guess we can talk about the body positive community and where it stems from and kind of like the root of dieting and how a lot of people in the anti-diet space and the fat positive space are like very angry at people in the body positive community because if you go like hashtag body positive or hashtag body positivity movement whatever you'll find a lot of photos of thin white women who are doing like instagram versus reality photos and this is like the one that gymshark posted and basically the point of body positivity or anyways i'll go back to that people in like the fat positive community especially are mad at these white women taking over the body positive space because it isn't necessarily a space for them and this is also a controversial topic and there have been a lot of people leaving the body positive community because of the controversy of like what does body positivity mean and I'm not really here to discuss that today I'm just telling you like where body positivity came from and why people are mad about it and pretty much body positivity was created by a black fat woman and it was basically she and many other women like her were oppressed because of the way they look and a lot of other fat women in many races experience oppression because of the way they look um ways that they're oppressed is they don't get medical treatment like thin people do so rather than getting testing done or getting um specific medical advice or being sent to other doctors or refer to other doctors or whatever they are told just lose weight like eat better and exercise and then you're capable or you're able to have a proper diagnosis done or test done or whatever um clothing they can't shop normal um just people being disgusted by them in general so it the body positivity space was created for people to feel positive in their bodies that are not super accepted in society. You know, even all health professionals and most medical doctors, they see you as being fat or obese as being a negative thing and therefore you should change yourself. And that just, you know, like I, I do think that you can change being fat unlike changing your skin color but also at the same time you can't make someone feel like a lesser human just because of their weight whether they're fat or just overweight or too thin um and so basically the body positive you know body positive is a very general term and a lot of people have adopted this term into their life to 
feel accepted in their bodies because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies or they feel like they have to show up in a certain way in their bodies and they're not necessarily fat people. And fat people are pretty angry about this. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. And so if you look online at the hashtags, it's taken over by thin women. And basically the point is like thin women will never be oppressed for their bodies because they're thin women and they fit into society like how society wants them to versus a fat woman can't hide her fat rolls like a thin woman can't can so these before and after or these instagram versus reality photos are kind of they're good for some people but also it's not really like the best representation because you you can hide whether you're fat sometimes or not while other people can't if that makes sense um I'm going on so many, so many tangents. So I just kind of wanted to talk about all this and like explain it to my audience because it's not something I like share super often. And it's just, it's just a really like complex topic and an interesting world to dive into and I know that a lot of people like don't understand and they don't agree and for me I'm not like I have a normal body and um (laughs) I'm not fat I've never been fat or obese I don't know what it's like But I think it's important to share what other people think and their views on things. And I'm not saying, like, don't support body positivity or, like, hate on these women. But also, like, understand where it comes from and understand that, like, some people have it worse than you. And that doesn't diminish your pain or what you experience on a day-to-day basis. And, yes, like, these Instagram versus reality pictures probably do help you and make you feel accepted and included. But it's also like showing the representation of people who don't get it as much in the media. So, yeah. Um, And also, like, I just feel and kind of like going back to the point of the beginning of this post is like I feel like so many people like all these influencers who are thin women, like a lot of them do support diet culture, whether they say they do or not, because they don't understand what diet culture really is. And they don't realize that they're promoting diet culture actively all the time. Same with Gymshark, you know, they've been promoting diet culture for such a long time for like eight years. And that's how they've made their money. And that's okay. Like, I'm not dissing the company, but I don't, I just, I think it's kind of shady to tap into a world that's so opposite of that. Like the body positive space and anti-diet and intuitive eating, it's not feeding off of people's insecurities and it's not making you feel bad for having the body you have. And it's not making you feel like you need to change yourself. And when people and companies who benefit off of those things switch gears just to follow a trend or to make more money, I 
just personally don't really like it. Um, I know people will probably disagree with me, but I don't know. I felt called to bring this up and make a point because I ultimately want to put an end to diet culture and I would like to see diet culture die in my lifetime. I know that's a really big thing to wish for and work towards, but I, I've just been affected by it for so long and so many people are affected by it all the time. And like for me, I've shared this multiple times. I didn't know I was a part of diet culture for my pretty much most of my life, except the last couple years. And I was so in denial and I thought I was just a healthy person, health nut and like addicted to exercise and like a cool trendy way and all of these things that are promoted to us from like these influencers and companies and stuff and just diet culture and fitness and the wellness industry. And it's so hard to see that you're in it because it's so normal and so normalized and it's like body positivity and intuitive eating is like trendy and it's like scratching its way through all of the bullshit but people still don't understand that they're 100% engulfed and embodied in diet culture and living via diet culture but are saying that they're not and um I don't know I mean if you want to learn from someone who 100% is not in that world and actually knows like what's going on and <laughs> stuff. There's there's me, there's a lot of other nutritionists and coaches out there like me and I believe that we're going to make the change that's needed and right now there's just a lot of false information and a lot of blending in so yeah that I guess is all for me today um yeah <laughs> um if you are interested in learning more about diet culture and intuitive eating and why dieting for weight loss doesn't work and want to learn how to live a healthy lifestyle and have sustainable long-lasting habits and get back in touch with your body and do all of those things as the for the end goal to be feeling 100% confident in your body so you can do out and do go out and do the things that you love and change the world, then I would highly recommend going to my website and applying for one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm, I'm in the middle of creating a 12-week program that teaches you all of these things about diet culture and the beauty industry and how messed up it is and what you can do and how you can change your lifestyle in just 12 weeks so you can go forward and be the full confident version of yourself that isn't held down by having fear of food and being a victim to diet culture. So if you're interested in that, go to my website and apply. I'd love to work with you and that's all for today's episode and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.